welcome to the Mind Beauty Soul Podcast, a podcast exploring all things healing for the mind, beauty, and soul. I'm your host, Crystal Moore, a metaphysical life and meditation coach. My intention is to gift listeners with many solutions on healing and holistic living with a stylistic flair. I believe we all can live our dream, and the path starts now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining the Mind, Beauty, Soul podcast. I'm so excited to introduce my personal spiritual teacher and a healer of mine, Tangela. Welcome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I yes, absolutely. It. It's it's but really a pleasure. It was super important to me um, as I was going through this process to have you as a guest. And I really, truly wanted you to be the first interview that aired. And you will be the first interview that airs on my channel because of how special you are to me and what you've done for me and my journey. So I would love to tell the story of how we met. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So I was going through a really, really hard time. This was what I call my hurricane of 2016. And um, I had lost my grandmother and a couple other people. I was working at a salon at the time. And this angel is sitting in a chair, getting her hair done. And she decides to book a facial with me. And we book a facial and she came in and had the treatment. And it was just like any other treatment I would say in the beginning. But something really special happened at the end of this treatment. I'll never forget, and maybe I'm remembering it incorrectly, so correct me if any of my details have gone bonkers, but what I remember is at the very end of the treatment, you just saying to me in just the most angelic voice, I really wish you'd come in for a Reiki treatment, something of that nature, and I think you grabbed my hand, and or you were touching my hand in some way, and I can still remember a tear falling onto the wood floor. Like I, it was almost like I'm stuck in that memory in a way. Like I can feel exactly what that moment was like. And I didn't know what it was. I had no idea what Reiki was and I didn't know what you were talking about, but I did. I went in for that, that first Reiki treatment with you. And I believe my life has changed since then. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I think you're remembering it pretty accurately. I would say <laughs> that that's, I remember it pretty much the same way. So Yeah. Yeah, it's just so incredible. Um, when you go on this journey, you know, they say that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And then there you were. I was at a point in my life where I was ready to do anything, whatever it took to feel better, whatever. It didn't matter what it was going to be at that time. I think I was open to anything. And then ever since then, it's history, I suppose. Um, she has been yep. a teacher and a guide and a healer for me and my journey. We've done lots of services together, many Reiki treatments. I've done a soul retrieval with her. I've done a past life regression. Let's see. Is there any other services that I've done with you that I'm missing? Ancestral lineage clearing. That's right. That's right. We did do that. We've done mm -hmm. so many things together. So I would love to know just on your side of things, did you have a spiritual awakening yourself or have you always been this connected to spirit and your gifts? I have been connected to my gifts since as long as I can remember, since very early on in childhood. Um, my gifts have deepened and strengthened over the years, obviously doing the work on myself um, and being on my own journey. You know, I have definitely opened up to a whole new world. But I do remember at a very young age being very intuitive and being able to feel the emotions of others like they were my own. 
and, and being able to connect very deeply to animals and nature. And to me, that was what was normal. And luckily, I, my mother was very supportive of that. And she encouraged that. And she herself has her own gifts. Um, so luckily, I'm very grateful and blessed that I was in a household that, you know, supported my gifts. And I wasn't looked down upon or made fun of or made to feel like a weirdo. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've always remember, I mean, I've always had these gifts as, for as long as I can remember, but they're definitely, you know, at a different level now, just because the work that I've done on myself and, and being on my own journey and healing and clearing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I would say that there was a point in my life where it was a catalyst for, for my gifts to open up in a different way and for me to start actually using my gifts in a profession. And that was 2012 is when that started. I, I just like you, I was going through my own rough time around 2012. My marriage was falling apart and just whatever could go wrong was going wrong in my life. Pretty much my health wasn't good. Um, I didn't feel supported, you know, financially, just, it just wasn't good. And um, I just started, I realized that the way I was going about things, looking outside of me for answers, wasn't helping and wasn't giving me what I needed. I, I kept being drawn back to or, or uh, pointed back in the direction of myself, going inside for the answers, listening to myself. So whatever I did to look outside of myself wasn't working. You know, I was just getting more and more confused. You know, I would go to, I'd spent thousands of dollars on psychic readings, all these healings, all these different things. And, you know, that's great. But if you use that solely as to get your answers, then it's not going to work and you're going to end up just being more and more confused and yeah. not get those answers. And that's what I, I was doing the year of 2012 was really all about searching outside of myself, trying to, to get some type of relief, some type of answers, like what am I supposed to do when really I had, you know, and it is cliche, but I really had all those answers inside of myself. Um, so I think about 2013 is when I really started what I would consider a uh, routine meditation practice and just tuning into myself. Um, and that's when things started and, and listening to the answers that I was getting um, yeah. little by little, not, not like I did all at first, all at once, but little by little, I started listening to myself more and more trusting in the answers I was getting. And I noticed that my world was changing in, in a better way. I was feeling better. Things were coming to me that, you know, I was wanting to come to me and it, things were getting progressively better, not worse like they were before. So I thought, hmm, maybe there's something to this. Um, yeah. All the thousands of dollars that I spent for everyone else to tell me what was up was really <laughs> didn't help at all. And all I needed to do was just sit with myself a few minutes each day and my world completely changed. So that was like a catalyst um, for me was, was going through that rough time and it did help strengthen my gifts, like I said, and it did help switch me to this path of using my gifts as a profession and to help people because I wanted people to be able to, you know, to kind of guide them that it isn't about searching outside of yourself. It's about going within in whatever way that is for you. And I wanted to help people learn that so that they didn't have to hopefully go through all of that like I did. And so that's, it, it really did shift that, that year, 2012 year really did, was the catalyst for that. 
Beautiful. Yeah, that's a great story. I really appreciate you sharing that with us and how your journey was. That's really cool that you were connected this whole time. I mean, what a beautiful gift to not have pushed that away or shoved it away and to have the family support. You know, for me, I believe that I had that as a child, but, you know, I was told that I was, you know, crazy or I just had a make-believe friend and things like that. And that's okay, right? Because not everyone knows or can see right. or believes anymore. So I'm not putting any kind of pressure or blame on anyone, but I'm just showing the idea of how beautiful it is when we can support our children. Oh, no yeah. What, you believe it or not, you know, yeah. allow them to be who they are. Because sometimes we can't see what's best for their future and what they're able to do because we all have different gifts that kind of interweave throughout our life. So being able to be supported in that way probably makes you a much more supportive mother in a way, because that's what you were taught. I mean, that's who you are anyways, I believe. So well, thank you. Yes. I try to be the best, you know, the best at it that I can, obviously. Yeah, I would say my mother was like that. Now, not all my family members were like that. You know, my dad, mm -hmm. my dad and his side of the family are definitely not like that. So you know, there was that other side of things, but my mother was the one who raised me the majority of the time. And so I'm very blessed to have, you know, have had that support from her. But then I'm also blessed to have the experience of my father and his side of the family not accepting me like that because it did, did make me stronger. And it, yeah. and it really showed me, taught me how to use that for the rest of the world, right? Because there is yeah. going to be people that aren't going to be accepting of me and my gifts. And you know, what I have to say or what I believe. And so having that was definitely a, a teaching tool. So I'm, I'm blessed to have that too. That's actually a really good point. I haven't really thought of it that way. I love that you're always able to show me the positive side of things, <laughs> no matter what. And I try. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do all the time. And I really appreciate that. And one thing that you said in there was, you know, I spent all this money trying to find the answers when, when they were really inside of me. And that just reminds me of, you know, this quote or this saying that I see so much is that a healer isn't someone that you go to specifically just for healing. A healer is someone who helps to ignite the idea and the powers you have within yourself to heal yourself. And that is oh, yeah. something I definitely believe that you've also done for me. Not only have you been able to do transmissions and help do some healing within me, but you definitely were able to show me so many tools and show me the power and show me that I have the answers. And it was never about, oh, pay me more for these services or come get another reading. It never felt like I'm trying to just get all your money. You know how you see psychics on TV and you're like, oh, it's a scam. They're just going to get you to come back and come back and back. I never right. felt like you were trying to get me to come back for another service. If anything else, I felt like you were trying to get me to a point where I didn't need another service. And I was yes. like, no, 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 <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to need my tangible time. Um, so thank you for, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, really, for all the things that you've done for me, and I'm sure you do for other people, but you are a huge catalyst and a huge teacher for me, and still are, of course, and so I'm grateful for that, and I'm so excited to have you on my podcast, which honestly, I'm sure could have happened without you, but you have been a big part in my support and in my path and in my own healing, and I'm not sure how it would have looked without you. So I believe you were a big piece of this. So it's such an honor to, you know, when you get to have your teacher on your things, it's like really cool thing. And today we're going to talk about how to clear and protect your energy. So do you want to talk a little bit about what your topic is today? Yeah, I was guided to share this with you guys. 
It's very important to clear and protect your energy, as you know, all the time. We always should be doing that first and foremost. It's for me, it's really a number one in self-care. Just like brushing my teeth or washing my face, for me, clearing and protecting my energy is, is very important. And I always try to share this message with people. But Spirit really wanted me to speak on this, especially because what's going on in the world right now, you know, with the collective, we are, our vibration is much lower than it normally is as a collective. And when our vibration as a collective gets lower, we are more susceptible to psychic attack, lower vibrational energy, attaching itself to us, like negative thought forms. And just a whole bunch of yucky stuff coming in that's not our own because we're in that lower vibration. And even if we don't feel like we are, when when everyone around us is kind of in that heavy, yucky energy, we as people are very sensitive to energies, even if we don't think we are and we absorb things, some of us more so than others, absorb like a sponge. And, And so we can pull in all this yucky stuff that's not our own. And if we don't clear it, then it can, you know, block us in certain ways. It can affect our physical health, mental well-being, emotional health. And so it's very important to make sure that we're, especially nowadays, staying on top of clearing that energy and then protecting our energy field so that we're not as susceptible to, you know, like I was saying, the psychic attacks, the lower vibrational entities and those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, Even if it sounds sci-fi, it really isn't because everything is energy. And so we have different levels of energy higher from, you know, very high vibration all the way to the very low vibration, right? And so we just have to make sure we're staying on top of that. That's why they wanted me to share that today. It's such a great thing to talk about, not only with what's going on right now, but even in general, when things aren't like this, it's so important to clear and protect your energy and to have an idea of where you are on the emotional vibrational scale, because, you know, this collective right now, we're in this place of fear and worry and concern, and we don't know what's going to happen or when we're going to be allowed to leave again, all these things. So if we're feeding into all of this, we're actually more likely to get physically sick because we are vibrating at such a low frequency that we can allow different things to absorb in our body, which also include viruses, you know? Very true. Very, 100%. That's why they wanted me to make sure I shared that with you guys today because it is, you are more susceptible to not only this virus, but any, any virus or any, you know, yucky stuff. So it it is very important to make sure that you're doing some type of self-care or some type of routine where you're clearing and then also protecting your inner And It doesn't have to be complicated. There's a lot of things you can do that can be very quick and easy and and affordable. Um, I know a lot of people are watching their finances right now. It it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. There's so many different things that you can do. And there's always something for everyone that you'll, you'll find that resonates with you. What are some of those things? What kind of tips and tools do you have for clearing and protecting? your energy one of the fastest ways is working with crystals it's it's one of the one of the things I like to do the most when clearing and protecting my energy is work with my crystals you know that you know yes that answer makes me so happy I know I love (laughs) my crystals (laughs) I'm holding my crystal right in my hand yeah that's exactly right so for me I work with crystals a lot for this. I, um, I have a selenite wand, for instance. Selenite is really great at clearing your energy. So I have a little selenite wand. You can get them for, for pretty, pretty cheap. Anyway, well, nowadays, you're, you're probably going to have to order it online. Obviously, you can't go out and get it. But 
You can order it on Amazon or Etsy or whatever. Selenite, you don't have to get a wand, but the wand just directs the energy. So, you know, you would just basically take it and swipe it all over your body, wherever you feel you need it. Usually I go from head to toe, front and back sides of my body, and it literally takes not even a minute. So I use a selenite and then I use a protecting crystal. There's so many different ones. For me, I like Jet, I like Onyx, I like Septarian. There's so many different ones. So you can Google, you know, what which crystals are best for protecting your energy field. You know, whatever whatever one resonates with you. You would just want to sit for a few minutes. And I always, always like to have that crystal in my left hand because that's the receiving side of the body. And I picture the energy of the crystal surrounding my whole energy field, kind of like a, a bubble. And I just do that. It doesn't even take very long. You can do, sit like that for 30 seconds to a minute. Uh, visualizing that crystal surrounding your whole energy field, really feeling its energy protecting you. And then that's all you have to do. It really, as far as this kind of work goes, your intention is the most powerful thing. So whatever you're intending to do, for instance, clearing your energy or protecting your energy, all you have to do is intend for that to happen. That's it. It's very powerful. Yeah. Crystals I love to work with. I love Palo Santo for clearing the energy. I, I don't, uh, white sage works really well. I don't care for the smell, so I don't sage very often. I, I do that a few times a year because I don't care for the smell. But you, if you know, some people do, and so you can burn white sage or burn Palo Santo, burn it around your house or or yourself or wherever you feel needs to be cleared, and mm -hmm. that's a great way to clear your energy. Um, do you do a blessing with that? Do you say anything, or do you just kind of burn and allow the smoke to do its thing? Yeah. And whenever I, that's, thank you for bringing that up and reminding me, whenever I work on clearing and protecting my energy field, I always ask my guides of the highest light and resonance. You always want to make sure when you're working with your guides to say of the highest light and resonance, because if you're kind of vibrating at a lower energy that day, for whatever reason, you will be tapping into energies that are of that vibration. And so you want to make sure that you set the intention to work with vibrations, work with your guides or whatever angels, whatever you want to, whatever resonates with you of the highest light and resonance. So I always ask for my guides of the highest light and resonance to please help me clear or protect my energy field, uh, whatever I'm intending to do. And then I do when it, whatever I'm wanting to do to clear or protect it asking first to, for my guides to come in and my higher self as well. Always bringing in my higher self. That's very important that we cultivate a strong connection to our higher selves because they're the gatekeepers, you know, between our physical self and spiritual self. So I work with crystals, Palo Santo, White Sage. You can listen to clearing meditations. There's so many on YouTube, clearing, you know, mantras, clearing music. There's so much stuff out there nowadays, really just Googling, clearing meditation, clearing mantra, clearing music, clearing frequency, right? And you, so much stuff will pop up and you just find ones that work best for you or really feel good to you. You can do that. You can use those. So there's so many different ways to clear and protect your energy. It doesn't have to be traditionally sitting down and meditating for a long period of time, but you can do that if you want to, too. Yes. As everyone knows, I'm a huge meditation advocate. So definitely if you have the time right now, I think everyone has quite a bit of time. It's a great mm -hmm. time to go internal, do some oh, meditation. Yeah. 
get familiar with yourself and also be able to do some grounding and protecting. You can also Google, like she said, grounding and clearing or protecting, clearing your energy, any of those kind of things. You can look them up on YouTube or I'm sure there's stuff on Spotify and iTunes and every, there's so much information right now. The information in the Aquarius age isn't the problem. The information isn't the problem. It's about making sure that you have someone that can hold a space for you as you're going through it. If you're not able to do it on your own, that's really what we're talking about right now is mm-hmm. being able to have someone that can hold space for you. Maybe it's just by listening to this podcast. Maybe it's by, you know, looking up Tangela's website and booking a session. You know, it doesn't have to be a ton of money and a ton of time. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just need a quick fix every once in a while. You know, you need someone just to kind of hold that space for you as you're going through the process. And I'm sure right now you're super busy with what's going on around the world with people needing someone to hold space for them at this time. Is that happening for you right now? Yeah, I have gotten quite a bit busier in the last couple of weeks. And I, I'm very grateful for that and grateful to be able to help people, you know, with the gifts that I have. I always, like we were talking about in the beginning, I always steer my clients back to themselves and always promote them working on themselves and telling them, you know, I'm not here for you to wanting you to book a ton of sessions with me. I'm hoping to get you to the space where you won't need me as much and you'll be able to do a lot of this on your own. And that's kind of, I take a more teaching approach to my sessions rather than just wanting my clients to do, you know, to do it with me all the time. But yeah, I have been quite a bit busier and I really am grateful for that. So what would you say the service you would recommend out of all of your services for clearing and protecting energy? I would say the best service for that would be the ancestral lineage clearing or the Reiki just the, the Reiki that I offer. Either one, it's, if you want to work at a deeper level, if you, if you have some stuff that's really deep-seated wounds and, and things like that, you would want to go with the ancestral lineage healing. But the Reiki is great for like everyday clearings and kind of tune-ups, stuff like that. So either, either one, just kind of, it depends on you know, what your goals are as, as a client and what you're wanting to achieve. But either session would be good to, to clear your energy. Okay, great. Now, do you have any other um, quicker tips on clearing and pre- protecting your energy? I just sometimes sit and do like a, a quick little visualization where I picture a bubble around me, a bubble of light around me. For me, that works pretty good. Sometimes I picture a cloak a cloak of light around me, like it looks like a hoodie all the way, you know, from my head to all the way to my feet. And it's just like a cloak of light. Sometimes I'll use the cloak. I will say that different things are going to work better at different times. You need, you want to be mindful that not everything is going to work, work for forever, right? You want to make sure that you're checking in and like asking yourself, is this form of protection or clearing that I'm using, is it still working? Is it still doing the job? Because the lower energies can kind of get smart on on what you're using and it won't always work as good as it did before. So you're going to, you're going to want to make sure you're checking in and just ask yourself, just literally checking in with your higher self. This is that connection to higher self I was talking about. Checking in and asking your higher self, is this form of clearing still working for me? And you'll know, you'll know by how it feels. If you're feeling crappy or you're getting a lot of headaches or you're feeling kind of funky energy that's not your own or just feeling off, 
then you know what you're doing isn't working or you need to be doing it more. I definitely recommend several times a day as far as the clearing. You can protect your energy maybe once or twice a day, but clearing several times a day, checking with what's going on right now. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Literally, you can just visualize really quick a bubble of light around you or a cloak of light around you, something like that, literally taking a few seconds. Like I said, intention is the most empower powerful thing. That kind of stuff, but it really, it's important with, that it resonates with you. So if, if that doesn't sound good to you, then whatever, you know, ask your higher self, what would work best for me at this time to clear and protect my energy? And then whatever answer comes first, you don't, you know, you don't have to overthink it, but whatever, whatever comes to you, then that's what's right for you. Even if it's not what I use or what Crystal uses or, you know, whatever, it's whatever is best for you. Even if nobody else thinks it's cool or likes it, um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's what's best for you. And yeah, that's all you have to do is check in with your higher self from time to time and say, Hey, is this still working? And if not, what do I need to do? Or what can I do quickly, you know, because I'm in a time crunch or whatever. What can I do quickly to clear and protect my energy? And you'll get the answers, definitely, especially the more you cultivate that relationship with your higher self. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I'll add in a couple of my favorite um, clearing and protecting rituals that I have that also are pretty short. I love to go outside and put my feet barefoot in the grass. Mm -hmm. I put my hands, palms face down, and I allow the earth's energy to really clear my energy. And I allow the sun to protect my energy. So I'm imagining that the sun is protecting me and the earth is clearing me. I do this for a couple of minutes personally. And that's one that I have come to find is one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Being, a, yeah, it works really well. Definitely on the clearing of the energy, I would say. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, it's a great one. And another one that I use is without using the actual crystal, I started using crystal energy. So I would imagine that I was surrounded by black tourmaline or rose quartz and sometimes a mixture of both. So yeah. I would call in the energy of rose quartz so that I could still offer a feeling of unconditional love to others and right. to myself without mm -hmm. it really depleting my energy as well as a protective coat of black tourmaline so that right. the energy would be absorbed before it could get to me. So any negative stagnant energy would be absorbed into the black tourmaline energy because that's what black tourmaline does. It's a great yeah. protector as far as pulling in negative stagnant energies or releasing energies if you need to. So even yeah. if you can't get the crystals right now, I would say a, a great tip would point. be use yeah. the energy of the crystal. You That's definitely a very good point. Do I, I do like that. I, I will say that I feel like if you're a beginner on your journey, that some clients that have come to me that are beginners, they do have, it is kind of a problem for them or they, they find that not easy to do because they think, oh, am I doing it right? They overthink it, right? Am yeah. I messing things up? Or they need that physical sometimes to get started. Yes. Um, that physical, whatever, crystal or, you know, sage or whatever, but you were right. I definitely feel like you don't need the physical thing. You just invoke its energy, like you were saying, or picture its energy, however you do that. And it works just the same. Um, just like I was saying, you know, your intention is so powerful. So I, you know, I definitely feel that that's great. And I do, I love tourmaline. It's one of my favorites. So I agree. I agree with you where when it's the beginning, if you're new into kind of this awakening and all of this spiritual talk and using crystals and sage and all these ancient techniques, then none, none of this is new by any means. But in the beginning, I definitely did need the crystal because I didn't know what the energy felt like. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and it can be overwhelming too, right? 
I yeah. mean, all these terms and you're like, oh my God, I'm just overwhelmed. And now they're asking me to, you know, invoke its essence. And what the heck does that mean? And I don't know what that even feels like, right? So I would say for my newer clients, some of them do need to actually, like you were saying, sit with the actual physical crystal or whatever it is and feel its energy. Yeah. But, but it's it's something that you, you don't need if you can't, don't have access to it, don't worry. You can still clear and protect your energy. So good point. <laughs> now, these are a lot of quick things. What do you have in mind for those of us that you know, we're sitting at home, we don't have a lot of work going on. Are there longer tips that you have for things for protecting and clearing your energy? I personally, if I have the time, I like to do a longer meditation where I'm actually visualizing and and invoking the energy of different things. And I like to actually sit in, you know, sometimes 30 minutes or an hour that I'll I'll give that to myself. I, I definitely feel like there's value in doing that if you have the time. It doesn't mean that it works any better than the other method, but it is, I feel like it's, you deserve to have that time and you're going to feel so much better really when you're able to, to give that length of time, you know, like I was saying 30 minutes or an hour to yourself, you just come out feeling so good because not only have you cleared your energy, protected your energy, but you've slowed down. You've most likely deepened your breathing. So you're, you're activating that nervous system, right? And so you're feeling much more calm and relaxed and just in a better space. And plus you've given that time to you. You're valuing yourself. You're, you're saying to yourself and to spirit, you know, I value myself enough to give this length of time to me. So there's so many benefits other than clearing and protecting. So I like to do the longer sessions, but you know, you can listen to guided meditations. You don't have to do your own if you don't want to, but there are quite a few of the, you know, longer guided meditations you can do. Um, and also, like you were saying, being out in nature, you can go like on a long hike and just be out in the wilderness and, and you know, making sure you're touching your hands to the earth or touching your hands to rocks. Or I really like trees and rocks for clearing. I really feel really good when I've been out in nature and I've been able to spend, you know, an hour or two outside. I really feel good. So for me, I think that that works really well as far as clearing goes. But yeah, I mean, there's so many different things you can do it, it, it depends on how much time you want to spend and but like I said it's not it's not any better it doesn't mean it works better it just is different yeah absolutely I agree with that and if you have access to a beach and you're allowed to be at a beach oh right my now, gosh yes woo. I can use some beach time right now <laughs> I've been dreaming I just went to the beach recently with some of my girlfriends and and I'm just like I'm so glad that I was able to go but I just like in my mind, I'm, I'm visualizing, I'm going there again soon. I'm ready. Whenever I'm allowed to leave, I am going to the beach. Yeah, I agree. I think that that, me too. I love having my feet in the sand. So if you have access to a beach and you want to, you know, it's like you were saying earlier, it was really beneficial to have your bare feet in the earth, whether it's grass or sand or soil, you know, as long as it's comfortable for you, it's definitely very beneficial to have your, your feet in the earth. So that definitely works really well to draw out any impurities, any lower energies. I definitely feel like, especially fear and those fear and those based kinds of energies really work well with, with having your feet in the earth. It draws all that crap out, at least for me. That works. I agree. I agree. I don't know that there's anything that works better. And as you know, you know, personally, I wasn't really an outside kind of person. I grew up. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. And we lived on property and um, our only vacation ever was camping. And we kind of lived in a way of camping. 
So to me, it was like, I don't want anything to do with this because I associated it with negative things. But as I started going in through my healing, I've become friends with earth again. And I'm reclaiming my relationship with Gaia and our mother. And it's been really beautiful because now it's like, you can't get me out of going outside. It's even been raining and I'm like, I'm still going for my walk. So oh yeah, fine. I'm going, I'm out there. And even though for a while it was actually causing me anxiety because I had fainted on a trip to Yosemite and then mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to get outside again because I had all this anxiety that I might faint again. And I, I remember that. Yeah. On the hike. So, and who knows, you know, I don't actually know exactly what may have happened and maybe I'll never know. And that's okay. But what I do know is I had to kind of work again at being able to get outside. So if any of you are going through that, just know you can take a couple steps every day and you can slowly build that relationship again and slowly build your idea of feeling safe. And the nature, the mother, she will nourish you and she will replenish you. She will clear you all of those things. I mean, she is here and always giving and always loving. And so if you can go out and just take a minute to really allow the free gifts that you have just all around you, you might be stuck at your house, but at least you can go outside. We can still go outside. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think that that's, you know, it's a blessing too. And before, before I forget the spirits telling me to remind those that may have forgotten that oils, essential oils are really good ways uh, to clear and protect your energy as well. So you can choose some essential oils. You can Google, you know, which ones would be best for clearing and protecting and then rub them on the, I like to rub them on the bottom of my feet. That's really your feet are um, a great way to kind of suck up the, that energy of whatever oil you're using. Um, yeah. So they wanted me to share that <laughs> just really quick because some people do resonate with oils and working with the oils. So the citrus oils for clearing, I really like lemon and orange and the citrus for me work really good for clearing. Um, I love frankincense as well. It's so good for so many things. It's just amazing oil. It, it can really clear and protect your energy both. So if you have frankincense, I love rubbing that on my feet. I do that every day, no matter what, in the morning and at night, I'll rub that on my feet. So, but they, they wanted me to share that really quick before, before yeah. I forgot. So that's a really good point. Essential oils are amazing. I have them diffusing in the house. And I also, I use balance on my feet every day. Oh yeah. That's a good oil. That's a great oil. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. I feel like it smells like fruity pebbles and I just, I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. I also use Palo Santo and sage oils. So mm-hmm. not every brand and every line carries those two, but right. if you resonate with those and you don't want the smoke in your house, you can get the oils for clearing. And very true. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a good point because some people are very sensitive to the smoke. Yeah. Um, my son is very sensitive to the smoke, so I don't usually burn anything when he's, you know, around or, and so, cause he is so sensitive to that. So yeah, for people that have asthma or just don't like the smoke, the oils are a very good way of still getting that benefit. I feel like I can definitely notice a difference if I don't diffuse my oils for the day. Like I yeah. can just feel the energy in my house just feels different. And I, you know, I don't care for it as much. <laughs> I love using my oils. I, it feels, you know, to me, it's something that I, that goes into my self care. Yeah. Keeping the house, you know, clear and, and bright and high vibing. So. Oh yes. And another quick tip is just kind of popping in my head now on the full moon is a great time to do your clearing. So if you want to do your smudging at the full moon, clear your energy also 
not just daily, but also do a little bit more of a ceremony on the full moon because the moon helps us to clear energies naturally. That's a great time to do your Palo Santo or your sage, whether it be burning through smoke or using through the diffusers. I do both. But then yep. at the new moon, I do more of the citrus and the, like the more protecting kind of stuff. So that's yeah. another tip for everyone to utilize the, the stations of the planets because they can Oh, help. yeah. <laughs> yep. I definitely feel that that's helpful. You know, I think sometimes it gets overwhelming. Like we were talking about, especially if you're new on this journey, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, there's so much information. And am I, am I doing it wrong if it's not the full moon or should I not do it? And it's just just do it, you know, just do, just yeah. do it. It's always going to be right. But I will say, if you had the opportunity of a full moon and you, you know, it's coming up and you remember it, you can use the energy of the celestial transits definitely to, to supercharge whatever your intention is. I definitely feel that that's great. It's the full moon is, is great for clearing out energy and wrapping up things, wrapping up cycles, the new moon setting your intentions, you know, for the upcoming month or any intentions. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, protecting your energy field. Really good. Beautiful. So one of my last questions for you is what would be your best advice for listeners regarding their mind, beauty, and soul? I feel like that is, it's a balance. Balance is very important in life and, and balancing the energy that we, that we give to each aspect, your mind, health, your beauty, however that is for you. Um, for me, I, I look at that as self-care. Whatever I do to feel good on the inside uh, makes me feel beautiful. So I try to balance the amount of time that you know I spend on my mind and making sure my mind is clear and healthy and you know, giving energy to my mind. And, and, the, and I, I look at that more as like my physical, like the physical part of me. And then my self-care is, is the beauty, whatever I do to, you know, maybe take a, a, a bubble bath or do a mask on my face or my hair or whatever, right? To me, that's the beauty part. The little things that I do, get a pedicure or manicure or right now paint my own toes and nails, <laughs> those little things, that's the beauty part. And then the soul are those things that I do to nourish my soul, to nourish the connection to the physical part of me and my higher self, uh, my meditations, um, you know, my visualizations, the clearings that I do, you know, listening to mantras or um, guided meditations or anything like that. That's the sole aspect for me, really making sure that I'm cultivating that strong connection with my higher self, with my guides. And I just, I balance all of those as best as I, as I possibly can. To me, that's the most important part is that balance how much energy and time we give to each one of those because that's what you know really what we're here to do is to work on that balance for me that's important yeah that's a great answer thank you thank you for sharing that now how can people find you where are you at what's your website what what social aspects are you at of course i'll list them in the bio through the podcast but just so everyone can hear it from you where can we find you i'm on facebook and instagram and um, they can find me on Facebook. My page is Tangela Philippe Spiritual Teacher. That's my Facebook page. And then on, then on IG, just Tangela Philippe, my first name and last name all together. And then my website, just TangelaPhilippe.com. So pretty simple. And you have a YouTube channel, right? Yes. Also, my YouTube is my first and last name as well. So they can find me on YouTube as well. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, I know that you did YouTube. I'm not... Everyone keeps telling me to get on YouTube. I haven't dabbled very much on there. I know mm -hmm. I need to, 
but I know that you've been doing YouTube stuff. I, yeah, I think YouTube is great. I think you would do really well, but I will say that, you know, you're doing your podcast right now and that sometimes it's better to do one thing and really put your full energy and attention yeah. to it than to be scattered and, and spaced out, you know, spread out too thin. So yeah, I definitely feel like, um, you know, this podcast is, is a good place for you right now. Yes, I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. I'm so glad that I was able to step into the fear and do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Because I've been talking about it for a long time, but I just had so much fear wrapped around it. You know, who's yeah. going to listen to me? Who wants to know any of this stuff? People are going to think I'm crazy. All of the stories come up, you know, everyone has a podcast already, blah, blah, blah. And then I just said, you know what? I'm actually not doing this podcast for anyone else. I mean, I am in the way that I'm hoping to serve. Mm -hmm. But this podcast truly was for me. This is an open journal of my life. I'm willing to come on here and speak all of my truths so that other people may feel more valid in their truths. And I feel like even if I help one person, then I did exactly what I was supposed to do. And so I did it anyways. I stepped into the fear and I did it anyways. And I realized that it's for me, but it's not about me. Very true. I love that. (laughs) And you, you know, you're really healing yourself through speaking these words that you're speaking. Not only are you helping other people, but you're healing yourself by internalizing these words that you're speaking. It's, It's really working more it's more for you than anyone else and that's exactly how it should be (laughs) but I love it thank you well is there anything else that you feel called to share I would just say to everyone that just take it easy on yourself right now like I was saying before there's no right or wrong way to go about clearing and protecting your energy or doing any of the these spiritual things that you may feel called to do just the most important thing is to take it easy on yourself, you know, really be kind to yourself like you are to so many people in your life. You are to your kids or your, you know, spouse or friends and family. Really just be gentle on yourself, knowing that you're doing the very best that you can. We all are to get through this time and we're going to have days that are, we're going to have ups and downs. That's normal. That's a normal part of life in general, but especially now when these kinds of things are going on. So, you know, if you can't, you don't feel like it or you don't have the time to sit and meditate every day, don't beat yourself up about it. You know, just do the very best that you can. And as long as it feels good, that's the most important thing because you don't want to do something because you feel obligated or out of guilt or, you know, oh, well, Crystal said I should do this or Tangela said I should do this. So I got to do it, but I don't really feel like it. Then don't do it. (laughs) Do whatever feels best for you and just, you know, be kind and gentle to yourself. And that's really the very best thing that you can do to keep your vibes up right now. I agree with that. I think that's really beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on the My Beauty Soul podcast. Really from the bottom of my heart, I just feel like your light shines so brightly and you're such a beautiful teacher and healer and guide in this lifetime. And I just feel blessed that you were able to cross paths with me and you were able to share so many gifts and truths really been a catalyst for me in my own healing journey. And I just appreciate you so, so, so much. And it was such an honor to have you on my show. Thank you for being here. And I hope that you have the best day and I love you. I love you too, friend. Thank you so much. Yes.